33 minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown. As we continue to parse out the implications of what were by many measures historic midterms, the Dallas Morning News is among those noting that the number of openly LGBTQ lawmakers in Texas just doubled. In more than 150 years, there have been only three openly gay members of the Texas legislature. In January, that number officially grows to six. Signs of change aren't quite as apparent when it comes to Texas's criminal justice system. Ryan Carlino is a policy associate with the Texas Criminal Justice Coalition. That's a nonpartisan group that focuses on reforms in the criminal justice system. He's the lead author of a new report called Out of Sight, LGBTQ Youth and Adults in Texas's Justice System. Ryan, welcome to Texas Standard. Thank you for having me. This report uh, says that one-third of parents, I, I suppose I was a little surprised by this, still reject their children after they come out. What does that mean for a child who is coming out and is rejected. Could you talk a little bit about that? So, especially if the child is from a low-income family, there's some pretty significant consequences. You know, with low-income families, it's more likely to say, well, I don't agree with that. You're Why kind of income? A, that, that strikes me as a little uh, peculiar that income would be that determinative. Well, if you're thinking about household resources, and if you have a child that you don't want to support who is consuming resources in your household, you know, it might be easier to say, well, we're struggling to make it as it is. And if you are out of the house, that's just going to make it easier. Um, When a child is kicked out of the house, you know, there are few places, especially for LGBT youth, where they can go. You know, a lot of homeless shelters don't allow especially transgender youth to stay in dorms that actually match their gender expression. Um, So that makes being in a shelter a pretty dangerous place. And then, you know, where else is there? There's the streets. This can obviously have effects on their mental well-being and what happens to them afterwards, of course. We know that a certain percentage of people who have mental health conditions. And when when they face family rejection, that just exacerbates it. And then you're talking about bouncing from homeless shelter to homeless shelter. That exacerbates it. And then you're talking about living on the street. That exacerbates it. And then interacting with police officers and then getting swept into the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. All of that makes naturally occurring mental health conditions even worse. Are, are the numbers disproportionate? Talking about the number of people LGBTQ in the criminal justice system and the general population? Yeah, so nationwide there are some pretty significant disparities. About 4% of Americans identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual, but 8% of individuals in prisons and jails around the country, so double, identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual. For Mm -hmm. transgender individuals, it's a much greater disparity. Only about 0.6% of Americans identify as transgender, but Mm -hmm. about 16% of inmates in correctional facilities around the country are transgender. And so there are similar disparities in Texas. There's, of course, issues with data collection and um, reporting, but... You also have to remember that if you have information about LGBT individuals, that also makes them more visible, right? Um, which can be dangerous inside correctional sure. facilities. So how do you hope to make a difference with this report? I mean, where does, you know, where does the rubber meet the road, if you will, uh, you know, when it comes to policy? We certainly want to look at pre-arrest diversion initiatives. Mm-hmm. These prevent people, even with 
felony charges from being swept into the criminal justice system in the first place. Are Texas officials open? Are they listening? Are they willing to listen? Because, you know, you think about, you know, one of the biggest issues in the last legislative session was driven by the lieutenant governor. It was mm-hmm. transgender uh, uh, access to uh, to bathrooms. Right. So in that climate, how optimistic are you that you're going to be heard? That's a good question. And I think that's something we've thought a lot about. And I think that is something when I was writing the report, I sometimes struggled with. I interviewed um, a program director at an LGBT youth homeless services provider, and I asked her what it means for LGBT youth in Texas when they see things like bathroom bills. She made a really profound statement saying, you know, our youth are wondering where they're going to sleep at night. You know, they'd say, I don't have a bathroom. I don't go to bathrooms in public. I, um, I'm i trying not to get arrested. And so these are issues that are much more, much more expansive. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, just immediate. Right. And so that's the opportunity to say, this is an issue that is affecting everyone who is experiencing homelessness. Um, and we can make movement on that. And that will you know, kind of by proxy impact LGBT individuals. Ryan Carlino is a policy associate with the Texas Criminal Justice Coalition, and he is the lead author of this new report, Out of Sight, LGBTQ Youth and Adults in Texas's Justice System. Thanks so much for stopping by and talking with us about your report. We certainly do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me.